future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto value. My name is Charles Story. I'll be your host in the next 15 minutes. Well, scratch that. Today's show, we've decided to do something different. We've decided to do something new, something innovative. We have Branmir Karik, who is the managing director of Ultra Europe Music Festival. For those of you who haven't heard of Ultra Music or Ultra Europe Music Festival before, let me kind of bring you up to speed. Ultra Europe is a multi-venue outdoor electronic music festival that is part of Ultra Music Festival's worldwide expansion, which has now spread to 20 countries worldwide. Ultra Europe made its debut as a two-day festival during 12th to 13th of July 2013, and it took place in a split in Croatia, with an additional Ultra Beach Party in Havar Island, Croatia on the 14th of July 2013. The festival has grown massively now the festival is a seven-day event taking place in croatia the brand that ultra europe music festival has built around itself is phenomenal now for the music fans that are listening i'll give you an idea of who's headlining the event and who's going to be part of the event this year you have the swedish house mafia adam bear afro jack carl cox the Chainsmokers, david getter armin van burden dj snake jamie jones just to name a few Now, these guys have built not only an amazing brand, they've built an amazing community around Ultra Europe Music Festival. They have engaged, they've built this up through blood, sweat and tears, which is something Bramir speaks to us about, how they did it, how they built such a strong and passionate community around the brand itself. Now, electronic dance music and large-scale events have many applications for blockchain to disrupt, for blockchain to add value to whether it's a ticketing solution that would be decentralized on the blockchain or whether it would be a token to receive free drinks. But what we've really understood is the value that blockchain can bring to so many different businesses out there. So what we've decided to do with today's show, which is not a blockchain focused show, is to learn more, to learn the insight, the story of how Ultra Europe Music Festival was created, how they build a a brand, how they built the community as strong as they have, because it applies to different blockchain firms out there in the world. And it also is very exciting to see all the potential applications that blockchain can bring to such a large scale event, such as Ultra Europe Music Festival. So with that in mind, let's jump into the interview and let's get down to business. So on the show today, we have Bramir, who is the marketing manager for Ultra Europe. Bramir, how's it going? Doing good, doing good. It's a beautiful sunny day in Croatia. Uh, the weekend is just ahead of us, so enjoying. Enjoying. Well, that's the key word. We love, we love people enjoying the moment. That's what it's all about. Listen, we're really excited to learn more about Ultra Europe, the journey, the story so far. And I want to thank you for taking the time to share with myself and the audience out there what it's really like running one of the biggest events in the world and what goes down, what it takes and some of the secrets that you've learned along the way as well. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on, on your show and I'm looking forward to explain a bit more about the whole Ultra Europe story from actually the beginning, which is a bit earlier than the seven years we have at the moment going on. Um, the whole story, the initial idea basically came from the official organizer, Joe Basic, 
who is uh, a born Canadian, but he moved back to Croatia because his origins are from Croatia, where his parents were born and grew up uh, back in, in 1997. And he is a person who has an event agency under his control. And he's a big, big music fan. And one of his biggest dreams was, of course, to bring the, the biggest and the best brand in the music industry when it comes to electronic music, Ultra, to Croatia. And uh, the initial idea came to, to birth basically in the early 2000s already with him organizing a couple of smaller music events um, as a preparation to pitch towards Ultra the idea of having the festival in, in Croatia. Um, these these smaller festivals, uh, Big Beach on one of the most popular beaches in general in Croatia called Zrča on the island of Pag was one of them. And actually the biggest two events that got him in discussion with Ultra were Imagination, um, which is in the northwest of Croatia on the coast, uh, which was held for consecutive four years. And uh, Riba splits basically in the same city where Ultra Europe is held. Um, these two events got him into touch with Ultra, who had one attempt of organizing uh, a European version of Ultra Music Festival, but that unfortunately didn't go too well in Poland. And yeah, Joe, uh, the entrepreneur he is and the visionary he is with his passion towards music, got into the opportunity to talk with the owners of the Ultra brand, the Russell and Adam, about um, bringing the whole story to Croatia. And uh, the first time they visited Croatia, basically it was love at first sight with, with the whole destination story that we have here with the beautiful coast, beautiful beaches, the yeah, terrific weather during the summer. It was a perfect match for, for both sides. Oh, I love to hear that. So what was the original vision for Ultra Europe? What was, what was behind the original idea? What was the original vision? Where did they see it in 10 years? Of course, as everything with, with the Ultra brand, the music is always in first plan. That, that is how Ultra got to the point where they are now with uh, events and festivals across the world and every, on every continent, basically. Um, so that was definitely the first idea to see how we can transfer that vision that Miami built a uh, home to Europe uh, to put the quality of the electronic music industry uh, in a small city like a small country like Croatia, but of course with a vision to be much bigger than, than we are here with with the tendency to to um, yeah uh, build something that will be widely accepted across Europe and across the whole world. That in combination with the unique element that we have in comparison to any other a music event being it with the electronic music industry or anything else is actually the destination because um, that's a thing that we have here that not be compared with anything else in the world like i already mentioned split being a beautiful city right on the adriatic sea and uh, after we decided to have ultra europe and split after already one year the idea of destination ultra was born with expansion of only a three-day music event to a seven-day uh, destination slash, slash music experience, where we, besides Split, also visit uh, three very unique and very beautiful islands across the And world. one of the things that you find with, with great music events such as Ultra Europe is that they have great acts, they have great DJs. 
I mean, how did you guys lock down the DJs when you first started the event? Like, what was, how did you go about reaching out and making that happen? Yeah, this is the thing that we really have to be thankful uh, towards uh, Ultra uh, Music Festival and the guys from Miami, because without them, of course, we were we would not be able to get the best of the best um, to our festival. Um, they have the long-term relationship with a lot of artists, all the leading top artists, um, and that is something that, that they've helped us with uh, from year one, and that is something that we work closely with them year after year. So every year uh, when planning starts for the next edition of Ultra Year, we sit down with them. We give them our vision of what we want to create for the next year. They provide us their feedback. And that's where we start planning, planning together uh, to get the best for our uh, beloved fans. Now, once you have those DJs, and it's amazing that the Miami guys help out there, but once you have them, you know, the next big hurdle is marketing, getting people down to the event, making them aware that the event is going down, it's going on. What is your marketing strategy? Like, how, how do you guys go about promoting the event? How do you guys go about making sure people turn up? It's uh, the, the thing that people only see is the three days at our event or the seven days, depending on how long they see. But for us, it's 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Um, the thing that we have besides um, our destination, which I'm going to uh, put in focus even more later, um, is the challenge uh, of attracting people worldwide. And this is something that we are leading in the world when it comes to ultra music festivals is as we have an audience from over 130 countries worldwide who decided to come to Europe, who decided to come to Croatia to attend Ultra Europe. And when we uh, saw that opportunity, uh, we definitely took that information and embedded it in our marketing strategy to show how we can explain to them the whole story of, of us as a destination in combination with the best of the best of the electronic music industry. It's a process which never stops. It's a ever learning process. We work with a lot of data. Everything that we do, basically 97% of our tickets are sold online and that's where we have our, our main focus on. And of course, uh, with um, our team who is now a marketing team of, of seven plus people at the moment, um, we do as much as possible via social media where we got over 1 million followers on uh, across several uh, social media platforms with uh, very high quality advertising campaigns, but also listening to our fans. And that's maybe the key element that I want to point out, which got us where we are is um, listen to your fans, uh, listen to what they have to say, because they are the ones who will decide whether to come to your music event and whether to return. Uh, because it's not only about attracting people to come once in a lifetime, it's about attracting people to come year after year and to become your loyal fans, to become a big, huge worldwide family. And that's something that we succeed quite good at. And uh, we will continue to invest a lot of our time into talking with, with everybody who visits the actual event, everybody who talks with us directly via social media, via our uh, website, via all official channels that we have at their disposal. So a lot of time, a lot of energy goes into this, a lot of thought, engaging with your community, your fans, and basically listening to what they have to say and then following, following those instructions for the 360 other days that you guys are busy making that happen. Now, if that wasn't enough, at the start of Ultra Europe, it was a three-day event, I believe. Now you have increased it to a seven-day event. 
I mean, you're, with that type of scale and that magnitude of scale, how does that affect the build-up, the process behind Ultra? Yeah, you, you got to dream big, I guess. <laughs> and and um, after, after accomplishing what we first set as a goal to get Ultra Europe um, in Croatia set as 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 a very high quality festival, uh, we thought about the next steps um, to put even more in focus this unique element that we have, the destination. And that's where the idea was born um, to create a mix of different types of experiences depending on what uh, the fan is looking for. So um, whether it's a, a three-day hardcore music festivals from 5 p.m. until 5 in the morning, um, or whether it's a seven-day vacation, because uh, what we saw with trend in general in Croatia with people visiting us for their summer vacation is we saw that the average time spent in our country is seven plus days. So that's where the idea was also born to expand the whole experience that we as a brand can provide them, mix that together with three beautiful islands, the island of Brač, where we have our ultra regatta party on the Monday after um, Ultra Europe and Split. Then we have on Tuesday Ultra Beach, which is a pool party on the island of Hvar, which is known for having, I think, don't get me wrong, I may be lying a bit towards your audience, but I think it's the island with the most hours of sun uh, per year in Europe. Uh, so yeah, there we have the pool party during the day in the Amphara Grand Beach Resort. And during the night, we move to the small uh, islands across the island of Havar, where we have another night party called Resistance Havar. And then on Wednesday, we close it all off with uh, having um, a small intimate party, also under the Resistance brand, uh, on the island of Vis, which is the furthest, uh, the most far island from our coast, which is very known for uh, its nature, its untouched nature. And the event of the closing party is really something unique. It's actually a fort that was built in the 1600s by the British Army. So it's on top of the island with a clear view, one of the best sunsets, I think, which you can see in the world. And that's where we have our closing party, which is first started off with a dinner together with everybody from the Ultra organization. And then we switch it up with some of the best DJs from the tech and house uh, music genre until oh the morning. So morning. you guys have not only looked at the, the raw data of who's coming in and out of the country, how long they're there for, figured out where they want to be, right? And bringing the holiday, the vacation type style to them, rather than being in a sweat box room and you yes. don't know what's going on, what time of day it is, and bringing, bringing the kind of the holiday vibes of it as well. Yeah, so basically they, the, the option is again at their hands. I mean... Um, we want to provide everybody who's interested in a complete seven-day experience mixing different music genres, different locations, different experiences. But of course, people can decide on to attend only one of our events. And uh, this is where we want to provide um, the best of the best possible mix and, and options that we can you know, uh, give. Point there, you know, Ultra Europe has had great DJs like the Carl Coxes of the world. Not, just like, not to mention all the other great acts that you've had. Mm. What do you feel Ultra Europe offers, not only to the DJs, but the crowd to keep coming back, to keep coming back for more? It's, it's, it's again, um, the relationship that Ultra Band, Brand has given to, uh, not given, but built with, with the DJs, with the artists, is something unique. And without that, I guess, Ultra wouldn't be in the position that they are, are now. The, the, they are the biggest 
brand in the world with uh, with uh, covering every continent over 20 different countries where ultra is being held at the moment um when you have that kind of relationship with artists it's it it it's reflects on the fan whether you want or not because the artists always give 110 percent instead of just coming to our event doing what they have to do in the slot that they have and going on on the next plane wherever they want to go so we have really a lot of examples with a lot of artists who stay longer also in Croatia, regardless of them only playing on one of our uh, events or, or multiple events, just because they love us as an organization, the relationship that we built and our destination at the end, where we uh, try to yeah, create some kind of family bond with them. Um, where we are more than happy to provide what they need, they are more than happy to comply with that. And at the oh, end of the day, that. the fan gets. The I mean, best a lot of, of DJs best. that when I researched um, Ultra Europe to make sure that we covered all the bases, a lot of the DJs use the phrase "Ultra is a festival within a festival." What's your take on this? What do they mean by that? Yeah, I mean. Um, this is again something that has evolved throughout the years um with all that i pointed out already before by listening to our fans and what they want by following the music trends ultra is not a festival where you can listen to only one type of music genre um, we have three plus stages at ultra europe miami has the double amount of that because we want to provide as much as as possible options to the fan to experience music types, music genres, music artists, which they have not met before, to fall in love again and again and again, year after year, and everything that we have the opportunity to um, to offer them. And then again, when it comes to, from, to the perspective from the DJ, it's also uh, something unique for them because they have the opportunity to mix their styles up and to experience something new. We have an example of Afrojack uh, who did a set in 2017 and 2018 on our main stage, which was heavily announced through all our channels and through his channels as well. What nobody was aware of, what was kind of surprise act, is that on, under his alter ego, he did a performance also on another stage, the Arcadia stage, with a complete different type of music set that he combined, created, and wanted to, to release towards his fans. And um, that's the, the thing when we talk about having a festival within a festival is that you can experience so much different types of music. So also not only talking about the artists and the music, we also have the fans when you mix so many cultures into one event, it's crazy good how many people with such a positive attitude you can meet throughout the weekend, throughout the week. Uh, very big uh, friendships have been made on our um, event. We had a couple of marriage proposals during our event. On, on, on the big I mean, also a, a really unique story that we had last year was um, during Ultra Europe, uh, the World Cup uh, in Russia was played in, in, in football, and Croatia was one of the top performing uh, teams. And um, during the second day of Ultra Europe, we played against Russia, the home country, and we managed to win and, and go further towards the, the semifinals against England. And at that spur of the moment, the whole country of Croatia was hyped and the city of Split even more. Uh, with all the people that we had there, um, one of yeah, the biggest names that we had in 2018, Marshmallow, decided to surprise uh, everybody by uh, 
changing his um, his, his um, VJ elements from the beginning of his set to the colors of the Croatian flag, playing one of the most popular Croatian uh, football fan songs. And uh, when you have these kind of unique elements and this kind of relationship with both the fans and with the artists, that's really something unique. And uh, yeah, that's the whole story of of, of a festival the within a festival, an, an experience within an experience. <laughs> so, Brendan, what's your advice yeah. to someone who's going to put on an electronic dance music festival? Like, what have you learned? What advice could you give to someone else? Ooh, do your homework at the beginning because just the idea of organizing something is, is just the beginning of the whole story. Um, in general, organizing an event is not an easy thing to do because you have so many live elements to think about. You have to be prepared for everything that can happen that can disrupt your workflow. We had a couple of challenges throughout the years where we also had a situation where we had to cancel the day, the first day of our event due to weather conditions. But in, it's in these type of situations that you learn what you're capable of. of doing and regardless of that kind of in first hand maybe negative situation we managed to turn this situation into something completely positive for the other remaining days of our of our festival to get back to your question um the advice that i can give is one do your homework two find partners you can trust your life with and um, who will do the extra mile every time that you ask of them and uh, keep learning, keep uh, researching, keep adapting uh, everything that you do year after year. Don't get too comfortable. If you get too comfortable, the competition will yeah, wreck you. And um, you will not be able to evolve year after year and to build your story long term. You have to always think long term. Be also ready in the first year or two to um, have losses because you have to have in mind that doing a music festival is a long-term project. It's not something that you can turn around some quick bucks and then live, live your life as a millionaire. That's not something that you can do with organizing music festival. And you have to love it. If you don't have the love and the passion for it, don't even get started because you will fail. And what are you excited about? Because we have Ultra Year coming up in July of this year. What are you excited about most for this year's lineup? I mean, the most hyped thing that we have is Swedish House Mafia. They are uh, from the moment that they got together last year in Miami for Ultra Music Festival. They are the number one story in the world when it comes to EDM music. Um, we have them on our lineup this year, and that's something that we're really proud of. Um, that's the most talked thing about us at the moment. And of course, when you look, we had our phase three lineup announcement um, a week ago. Uh, the response is very, very positive. We have so many crazy good artists that to be honest i don't want to point out any one out in respect to all the others that we have we have a they're all good they got their killer lineup yeah i mean the killer lineup on the main stage on the resistance stage on our umf stage so whoever wants to experience different types of music whoever wants to have three amazing days in croatia i mean just go to altria.com look at our lineup i'm sure that they will be more than happy to see all the names that we have prepared for them. Also, um, this week, we finished up our announcements when it comes to all the other events. 
um, of, of part of Destination Ultra. We have all of that on our lineup. It's not too late to still get your tickets. Um, and where should people go to get tickets from it? Is that the website? Sorry, can, can you repeat the question? Yeah, sure. So where if people are listening now and they want to, they want to get involved, where's the best place for them to buy tickets? Ultra.com. Uh, yeah, so that's where they have all the information that they need, whether it's about the lineup, whether it's about the locations of all the, the events that we have, part of Destination Ultra, uh, how to get there, where to find their accommodation. We have everything on our uh, website. Um, I have to point out that we expect an increase of around 20 to 30 percent uh, visitors in comparison to last year. So don't wait too long to get your ticket because with some of the events that we have, we are really close to being sold out. So um, yeah, head over there fast, get your ticket and see you in Croatia in uh, a little bit over a month. The time is now. Listen, Ramit, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We've really enjoyed it. And um, hopefully we'll see you in Croatia. want to take the opportunity to thank all of your listeners and to thank you for giving me the chance to talk about Ultra Europe, our whole story. You are more than invited to join us in Croatia. Uh, get a cold beer, listen to a lot of great music, and have a good time. So I want to thank Bramir for his time, uh, for coming onto the show, showing us his insight, giving us his story, giving us his feedback from the journey that he has had being part of Ultra Europe Music Festival. So listen, with that in mind, that's a wrap. I've got to bounce. If you have any questions or queries, feel free to get in contact with us. Our Twitter is at SVK underscore crypto. Our Telegram is SVK crowd. And if you have any further questions or queries, feel free to get in contact with myself. See story, C-S-T-O-R-R-Y at SVK crypto.com. That's a wrap. And I've got to bounce.